Puss in Boots, a story from France. An old miller who lived in Provence had three sons. When he died, the miller left the mill to his eldest son, his donkey to his second son, and to his youngest son he left his cat. The two eldest sons were pleased because together they could earn a good living with the mill and the donkey. The youngest son grumbled as he walked away from the mill. My brothers will eat well, but I'll soon die of hunger. All I have is a useless cat. Master, purred the cat, I'm not useless. Just give me a sack and a pair of boots and you'll see how useful I can be. The son stared at the cat, but the cat just purred at him. Oh, very well, but it's a waste of the only money I have, he muttered angrily as he walked to the village to find a sack and have a pair of boots made. The cat put on the boots, took the sack and marched away to a grassy hill full of rabbit burrows. He put fresh leaves in the sack, left it open and hid behind a bush. Soon the rabbits came out to feed and one hopped into the sack to eat the leaves. The cat leaped out and grabbed the sack. Slinging it over his shoulder, he marched off to the king's palace. The king bowed low before the king and said, Your majesty, I bring you a gift from my master, the Marquis de Carabas. The king was pleased and sent the rabbit to the kitchens to be cooked for his dinner. Each day for a whole week, the cat took something that he caught to the king. One day it was a pheasant, another day it was two partridges, and another day it was a huge fish. And each time he bowed and he said, A gift from the Marquis de Carabas for your majesty. The king was delighted. One morning when the cat knew that the king was out, driving with his pretty daughter, he said to the miller's son, Quick, come with me. He led him to a lake near a road. Take off your clothes and jump into the water. He ordered. When you hear a carriage coming, shout and splash and pretend that you can't swim. The miller's son did as he was told. When the king's carriage came near the lake, the cat ran up to it, shouting, Help! My master, the Marquis de Carabas, is drowning! The king stopped the carriage and ordered his servants to save the man in the water. When the miller's son was safely on the bank and wrapped in a cloak, the cat said, Your Majesty! Thieves have stolen the Marcus de Carabas clothing. He has nothing left to wear. The king immediately sent his servants to the palace for a splendid suit, cloak, hat and shoes. The miller's son put them on and he looked most handsome. He bowed to the princess and she smiled and blushed. She knew at that moment she'd fallen in love with this fine-looking Marquess. You must ride in my carriage said the king. We'll drive you to your home. While the miller's son settled himself into the carriage, the cat ran on ahead. When the cat came to a field of corn, he called to the harvesters. The king is coming. When he asks who owns this land, say it belongs to the Marcus de Carabas, or I'll turn you into mincemeat. As the carriage reached the field, the king called out, Who owns this land? The harvesters did as the cat had ordered. The Marquess de Carabas, they replied. 
The king was most impressed and smiled at the miller's son, who tried not to look astonished at his new wealth. The cat ran on until it came to a magnificent castle, and in it lived a huge ogre. The cat pushed open the door and strode in. What do you want? growled the ogre. The cat purred. I've been told that you can turn yourself into any animal, even a lion, but I don't believe it. At once, a huge lion stood in front of the cat. The cat quickly leaped up to the top of the curtains. Then it said, as calmly as it could, That's very clever, but I bet you can't make yourself something really small, small such as a mouse. At once, a mouse scampered across the floor. The cat dropped down the curtains, pounced on the mouse and ate it, just as the king's carriage drew up. The cat bowed. Welcome to the castle of the Marcus de Carabas, said the cat. Come in, lunch is ready. On the table was a wonderful feast that the ogre had prepared for himself. Trying to behave like a Marquess, the miller's son helped the princess down from the carriage. The king gazed at the castle and the land and farms all around it. The Marquess de Carabas must be very rich and would make an excellent husband for my daughter, he said to himself. The Marquess led the king and the princess into the castle, thinking the princess would be a lovely wife for me. Soon the miller's son, now quite used to being the Marquess de Carabas, and the princess were married, and they lived very happily in the castle. The cat lived with them, and never had to chase a mouse again, unless, of course, it couldn't think of anything better to do.